why do you do what you do? Why do you get out of bed in the morning? What motivates you? You're listening to 10 Minutes of Grace, a podcast that'll help you understand your belief systems. Our belief systems determine a lot of what we do and why we do what we do. And I hope this podcast points you in a direction to find your true identity and find the freedom to be that version of you. I think we need a lot of grace. Grace sets us free and gives us a place at the table. You get to decide who you are and what you believe. So let's talk about it. Welcome to 10 Minutes of Grace. Thank you for joining me as we continue this discussion of what we believe and why we do what we do. Because what we believe fuels so much of our actions. So let's talk about it. I've been a nurse and working in a hospital setting for over 20 years. And I hear people say all the time that you are a medical miracle. We can't explain how or why you got better or survived. You should have been dead. And I hate it when they say that. When they say that if you would have waited five more minutes to do this surgery or get this treatment or drive to this place and time or arrived at this moment, you would have been dead. It gives us this feeling or aura that someone or something was protecting you. And I get it. We all want to believe someone or something is protecting us. It's comforting to think that someone's protecting us. But was someone really protecting you? Because if you believe it was God protecting you, then what about the ones who don't get protected? What about the people who die? And then we just try to find ways to justify why someone died. Maybe God needed them. Their time was up. God has a plan. God never makes mistakes. Or you believe that the people who didn't get the miracle and died were either cursed of God or they just weren't, they're not of God. Maybe they were bad people. They didn't have enough faith. They didn't really believe. Because why wouldn't God protect them if he protected you? And we don't really like to say this out loud, but I think we all have this conversation in our heads. And as I've wrestled with this conversation in my own head, I've come to the conclusion that what you're really saying is that you are better. But are you really better? Because a lot of people die. Why would God let those people die? A lot of good people die. And it's tragic. My coworker's death was tragic. My surgery center hasn't lost one patient in almost 20 years. But Monday, December 28th, 2020, we lost a coworker. Was God not protecting her? Did God not love her? Did we not have enough faith to save her? Because we couldn't save her. And they tried so hard to save her. Was God really protecting or blessing all those other people who got the miracle and lived, but not her? And this question haunts so many of us. But again, we don't really like to talk about it. When we say that he's 
protecting or blessing people, we leave it open-ended for a lot of heartache and pain for a lot of people. So how do we deal with this issue? Because it's hard and it's scary and it might cause us to lose our faith in God. So we don't like to talk about it and we just say it's a mystery and we pretend it's okay. I mean, how can we continue to love God and enjoy his ways if they're confusing and deeply hurtful for some people? And I think we create atheists and division and we encourage inequality when we promote the thinking that God protects certain people. And I say certain people because we all know that not everyone gets protected. We just end up justifying and coming up with reasons or we just shrug our shoulders and succumb to the conclusion that it's a mystery and we can't know why. But that's not okay. I can't believe that the almighty God, creator of heaven and earth, has left us with no answers. And you might think I'm just being angry in my humanity and I need to be more resolved and content in my unknowing. But I think there's answers. And I think God has provided answers. And I think the answer makes God more loving and more equal. So let's talk about it. And I struggled with this so much in my life. Why would a loving God allow faithful people to suffer such horrific and tragic events? Because God did do amazing miracles and healings and blessings for his people in the Bible. And if you grew up in a religious home, I'm sure your whole childhood was spent listening to so many amazing Bible stories of how God protected his people. But maybe we've understood it all wrong. Maybe we got it wrong. And in our feeble humanity, we tried to make sense of it and we just chalked it up to mystery and spirituality because we just couldn't understand it or grasp it. Well, about 10 years ago, I heard about this different view and it was so simple and it made so much sense, but it was kind of hard to believe that I'd never seen it before and that so many theologians never see it. I learned that God has dealt with people differently at different times. And the Bible talks about this in Hebrews. In the first verse of the book of Hebrews, The writer talks about God speaking to his people at different times and in different ways. He wasn't always doing the same things. And in Hebrews 11, we see this in what is known as the faith chapter. All the people mentioned in that chapter believed something very specific that God told them directly. Their salvation and their blessings and their promises were very dependent on their faith and Their faith was in what they believed that God had told them specifically. I think the Bible is progressive. It's like any other book. It tells a story. It's the story of humanity. And you can't start in the middle of the book and know what's going on. Or, I mean, you wouldn't read the first few chapters of a book and think you know the conclusion of the story. What's revealed in the middle of the book might not still be relevant at the end of the book and you wouldn't stop in the middle and think that's the end like that's the conclusion because there's a lot of twists and turns and the purpose of a book is to reveal information throughout the whole book or maybe to answer a question but it it takes that whole book to reveal the information 
Well, in the Bible, in the in time past, in the Old Testament, God was doing different things with different people to tell the story. And in the New Testament, he does things different than what he did in the Old Testament. But what I learned is that there's more. We also have the body of Christ. And in the body of Christ, he does things different than he did in the Old Testament and the New Testament. I mean, there's more to the story. You have to keep going through the Bible. It's progressive. You can't just jump in in the middle and think you know what's going on. Or like most people do, they quit after Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and the cross, and they never get to the body of Christ. Or they try to mix in the New Testament with the body of Christ, and it just, it makes it very confusing. Because how our lives work today, it doesn't really follow the way that things happened in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and in the New Testament. The body of Christ is different. God started the body of Christ with the Apostle Paul. And most people miss this. God changes his message with the body of Christ. You have to keep going in the Bible. God had different messages to different people. I mean, that seems so simple, right? Now, God did bless and curse people in the past, but it was for a very specific purpose. And he's not doing that today. He's not doing that now. God's word is progressive. And in the body of Christ, that's the latest thing that he's doing today. And a lot of our religious theology and explanations, they're all biblical. They're correct. But they were for different people in the Bible. And we can't apply all that teaching to our lives. It doesn't work today. We're led to believe that God has always been the same for humanity. And I would absolutely agree that his character never changes. His attributes are the same now as they were in time past as they ever will be, like his love and his mercy and his equality and his grace toward us. It's always been dependent on our faith. But our faith is dependent on what he has told us to do or promised us. And God's plans have changed throughout humanity from Adam and Eve to Noah to Abraham to Moses. And Hebrews 11 reveals the different messages that each of these people had faith in. God told different things to different people. He told Noah to build a boat. He told Moses to lead Israel out of Egypt. He told Mary she'd have a son. And he told Israel he was going to give them a promised land and a nation and a king. He told Peter to repent and believe the gospel of the kingdom. And he told Paul to preach the mystery gospel, the body of Christ. And in the body of Christ, Christians would get these spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So all these people groups were told to do different things for a purpose. Their faith was specifically dependent on what God told them to do. We can't randomly open the Bible and pick some promises and try to make them work. We need to know where we fit in the story. You might be trying to get someone else's blessings, and when you don't get those blessings, you're going to be confused and hurt, or you might even lose your faith. So as you progress through the Bible, where do you fit? Because where you fit determines how God is blessing or cursing you. Finding where I fit in God's word has changed everything for me. It has given me so much more peace and contentment. And I'm absolutely sure of his love for me when I'm in my highest moments to my most devastating moments. And as I have clung to the promises that God made for me in the body of Christ, 
This seems to work better. I'm not confused trying to make Abraham's promises work for me. I'm still growing and learning and I don't have it all figured out and I'm still open to new ideas, but I always compare them and judge them to see if they seem to work with what I know to be true about God and the truth that he's revealed to us through the Bible and through creation because it explains our lives here and now today and it gives us so much peace. What is your faith in? And we're going to continue to explore this in future podcasts. We're going to continue to look at specifically what is the body of Christ and what can we be sure of today? Maybe we need a little more grace.